Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. What a treat. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My what Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey. Look who just showed up in our studio. Hi. That's Jason Matheson. Hi. Have you ever heard of it? I like your jacket, first of all. Thanks. It's Star Wars. I got it at Walt Disney World, and I know that will shock everyone listening. How can your house handle any more Star Wars? Did you see my Darth Vader? How can I not? It is so big. It's big. Um, Okay, hold on. Can we isolate that? Did you see my Darth Vader? It's so big. How could I not? It's so big. It's Thanks, so Bradley. I appreciate that. That's beautiful. I keep hiding it around the house because it's so big I don't have a pedestal for it. So I keep hiding it in rooms to scare Colin. Oh my God, that's hilarious. I love that. Yeah. I don't, so right so now, big I don't have a pedestal for yeah, it. It's, right now, it's in the extra bedroom. And it looks like a human because it's a bust. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's large. A, it's, it's life large. size. It's life size. Yeah. 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 That is kind of scary. I, my daughter has one of those like disembodied Barbie heads that she does hair on and puts makeup on and sometimes she'll leave it in our living room Yeah, and I'll come down in the morning to go to the gym and, and it's like, dark ah! and I'm like, ah, it's, a mm-hmm. it's not, it's a disembodied head. No big deal. Hey, it's funny that you should actually show up right now because Why? you know what we're talking about? How we're, much I love you? That and also all the TV shows and movies oh, my goodness. that will be streaming on Disney Plus. Have you already pre-ordered? Um, Okay. Duh, I know. I, mean, I know. I just was doing that for our listeners who maybe Did don't you get know. the special. There's like a special mm-hmm. where you can get it for uh-huh. like for like huge savings mm-hmm. for three years. Yep. I got it because I'm in the uh, the annual pass holder thing oh. for Walt Disney World. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's a perk. Huh? So, no, it's going to be fantastic. Like all kidding aside, it's Disney Plus is going to be, I believe, the first real rival to Netflix. Okay, so what's interesting about it, and and what we were going to talk about, but then nobody felt like calling. And that's fine. Whatever. Is what movie uh, do you love that you're embarrassed to say you love? For me, it's Sister Act. Okay, can we just close shame her for like Sister Act? Though okay. that is not oh, something yeah. to be afraid. Or Why are you? Of. I don't. No, I feel like that's not a. Po- that's like one of my top First five of all, favorite those new movies. Eyebrows. Did you get them oh, recently? Honey, plucked? I know. I have to draw oh, them I on. I know. I know. Oh, honey, I'm sorry. I um, have to draw them on because okay, Lori, in order for Lori and Julia to accept me, yeah. I have to have drawn on eyebrows. Okay, <laughs> that's but actually they're fabulous. True. Just wanted to give you a compliment. Oh, thank you. Um, I'm with Bradley though. I I think we need to examine why you have sister act shame. Okay, so it's because that's not a movie you shame. That's not a movie you shame at all. Well, I'm happy to hear that. It's but it's like in my top five favorite movies, yeah, right? Okay. It's a great so movie. it's not like Bradley an art, okay arty that. movie. It's kind of dumb in a fun way. It's actually I don't think it's dumb. I think it's very lighthearted comedy, but it's like the best of the light harm yes. lighthearted comedy genre 
of that period. Like Sister Act 2, if that was your favorite, no. then I would be concerned. No. Oh, Bradley, you just really angered a lot of millennials because mm-hmm. they love that movie for whatever, because of Lauren Hill, I think. But, yeah, uh, which makes sense. Uh-huh. But no, Sister Back Act. Back in the habit. The original Sister Act is like in my top favorite. So, of course, then I see that it's going to be on Disney streaming. Yeah, because it's so much I'm like, Yes, please. And thank you. But here's, okay, I- I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this, though, because. Um, because what you said was like, this will be the first rival for Netflix. Yeah, because of its library, because of the library yes. that Disney has. And what I think is, what I appreciate about what they've done, and this is, I mean, again, Disney does so many things right. They're, they do some things wrong. It's hard for people like us who I, are Disney freaks. I don't know what you're talking about. To admit about. to that. Yeah. But, you know, but they do a lot of things right. And one of the things that they've been able to do is really be thoughtful about how they're going to put together a streaming platform uh, and I'm, do it in such a way that, like, you can't not. I'm listening to, notice I said listen to, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm listening to Bob Iger's book, a uh-huh. uh, new book. And, you know, this isn't willy-nilly. I mean, no. this is, they have thought about this for a while. And they've got a deep catalog. Well, and it's also not going to break the bank. So it's not like, I mean, yes, it'll be a rival to Netflix in some ways. But I feel like, you know, it's a big enough world that we can be friends. Absolutely. I mean, they can coexist just like, I mean, hello. I mean, ABC, CBS, Fox can all coexist. And and now, you know, all the cable. Yeah. And plus, it's really different. I mean, they're going after Disney's library is National Geographic and the Disney films and um, Marvel and Star Wars and Pixar. It's, you know, very different from what Netflix offers. And that's why they own Hulu, too. Yeah. Um, Disney now owns all of Hulu. It Mm -hmm. used to be a shared thing. So if you want, you know, um, Cinemax like movies, like, you know, Bradley and I used to watch in the 90s at midnight, Mm -hmm. Costas Mandalore movies. I did that reference for Holly. Is she there? Yeah, Uh, I'm here. Thank you. Holly, do you appreciate the Costas Mandalore reference? Oh, yes. Thank you very much. Yeah, anyway. He was in all those you know really sketch all films in the 90s that you watched when you weren't old enough to yeah. really rent My adult films. My favorite also was like the USA Network, like Bikini Car Wash. Yep. Yeah. yeah, sorry. So I didn't have cable, like so I feel like I'm in a whole different Ooh, realm. Hashtag colonial I know. Woman. She had to read the Victoria's Seriously. Secret catalog like we did. Oh, you did. The they Sears had one catalog. page of like guys in silk uh, boxer shorts. What was that magazine, Bradley, in the night? International, International Mail. Mail. Oh, Like I don't know. That and was a really gay boy's dream in the late really 90s. Scandalous Undergear. Okay, Ooh, they showed oh. G-strings. What was International Mail? What? Basically, ha- soft. Why would I know this? It's it's men in well two things. One, we read it for the articles. Mm. However, there were no articles. There but were go no ahead. articles. <laughs> But, you know, that was like the equivalent of Playboy for us because it wasn't nude, but right. it was a fashion magazine for Google men. Google it immediately, Colleen. Yeah. A fashion magazine for men. And in the back, they would do like underwear models. So you'd get to see some scantily clad gentlemen. Oh, but hey. the clothing is so over the top, over. like pirate, like gay mm. pirate chic. Look at those chest tufts. Oh, Holly and Bradley, do you know how happy we're making... Every gay boy oh, yeah. that's listening oh, to us right now that are, that's our age. Stan and the B. Dalton. <laughs> Me like, too! At the magazine rack. Yeah. One B. time I had to leave because there mean, was another creepy us. guy uh, at the other end of the magazine uh, rack and he was giving me weird looks. So I, I had like, international mail shame. I mean, yeah, we're talking about sister act shame. I mean, I, yeah. You get three magazines, you put that one at the bottom, yep. and then, you know, and you've got you're like, hoping popular they scan science. It quick. And, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's a lot of guys probably named Randy. Featured in international. Bryce. I was thinking more like yeah. Chad. Yeah, there's oh, a lot of Chads in there. Aloha. I mean, <laughs> it also painted a picture of what was possible 
when we made it to wherever we needed to be, yeah. that somewhere we could all wear our pirate caftans. It was aspirational, Bradley. <laughs> it was emphasis on yeah the aspir- aspirational. aspirational. That was fantastic. Well, this has been a delightful little. Um, Who knew? I'm sorry, moment. I threw your. Did I throw your whole show into I know. a into a I, we, tailspin? We always love it when you stop by. We I would stop by for here. you, but it's too early, and you know. I get it, and I'm in Eden Prairie. I listen it's very to you though. Hard. I know. I, I talk about text. you guys. I do talk about. You we got you, yeah. I talk about you guys all the time. You know what's really awesome though? We are but mm, a week and well, a week away. Oh, for sure. We report Project one Down week from today for Project Down and Dirty. How are you? Your feeling feelings this year? and your thoughts. You're a little. Uh, you know, you know how I feel about these, but I'm being yeah. poly positive. I look. This is great that we're working for arts charities. Yep. So uh, the arts means a lot to I think all of us on the staff. So I'm focusing on that. I really do. My last bitter year was rock band. <laughs> yep. I, I'm trying just to be positive. I actually talked about you two today because oh, what'd you say? Well, we are going down. I know we have to break, but we yeah, uh, we are going down memory lane. And I said. And it's noted. I mean, people, if they've listened, they know I hated that more than life itself. And mm-hmm. poor Holly um, was there. Holly had to announce that. Remember that, Holly? <laughs> yes. And <laughs> I, Holly, what was I like? <laughs> not happy. Wow. No, I was... I was not happy. And I said today on the show, this is so funny that I'm with you guys, because I said on the show, do you know what made it 80 times worse? And Lex is like, what? And I said, Colleen and Bradley were so happy about it. All we that so did, excited. oh, even like looking at you right now, how happy you still are. It angered me so much really? that you two, oh, oh I was well, so irritated. And Holly was in her happy place. Oh, oh Holly yeah. was thrilled. Yeah. Holly like turned into like drummer extraordinaire. It was a lot of fun. It was so I'm fun. sorry. We had fun. I know you guys did, and I'm happy. I'm really happy because I love you. I'm glad that you loved it. It was the seventh and eighth ring of hell for me. I just, but you survived. Yes, you, you made thrived, it through. You, you made it through the awesome wilderness. Awesome job. I mean, you're very nice, but no. But ever since then, it's like you know what? Focus on the positive. But it's, just think about this. Wow. Think about how you're much so fun. And here is the positive: how much fun we're going to have because we really don't see each other. We don't. We don't see each other nearly enough, and so all of us are going to have like four solid days of just face to face interaction. That's what I love because I do miss you guys, and it's not a cheesy thing. We really are all friends, and I. It's no offense to anybody else on the staff, but I'm probably the closest to to you three. I yeah. mean, you know, Holly was on our show, and yep. you guys are truly my friends. So I'm. I'm. That is what I'm always excited for. So. We're we're gonna have some fun, and if you have not already gotten your oh tickets, my God, get your dumb tickets already. Get, oh, look at you sliding that plug! You're making B. Arthur so happy right now. I know, I know. I hope so. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, after like, more money would make me happy. Don't worry about it. No, but... just kidding. We're good. We're good. We're happy. Uh, no, but everybody uh, buy your tickets because again, we don't get to see each other very often. No. You get to hang out with all of us together. It's gonna get crazy. It's gonna get fun. Project Down and Dirty. My Go to mytalk1071.com. Talk 1071. 1071. Keyword. Masterpiece. <laughs> All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, oh my gosh, we we barely scratched the surface about what's going on with Catch and Kill, the new Ronan Farrow book. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about some of the outside reactions to what's what he's revealing in the book. We'll talk about that after this on My Talk 1071. Well, we were talking a little bit earlier in the show about the new book, Catch and Kill. Uh, This is the book by Ronan Farrow that uh, outlines really his reporting around the Harvey Weinstein investigation and all kinds of other stuff. 
Uh, this is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey, Biache. And one of the things that becomes immediately apparent in just like the very first few you know, minutes of the book is that NBC is not going to come out of this looking very good. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the bits that I haven't gotten to yet from the book, and we haven't talked about this yet. We've been hearing like little dribs and drabs of some of the allegations that will be outlined in the book throughout the last week. Um, Variety posted some excerpts. Um, and this particular excerpt came from Yashar Ali, who had read the book ahead of time. Yeah. Um, because, you know, people get advanced copies, they read it, they get the buzz out. Right. But one of the stories that they talk about that Ronan Farrow talks about in the book that Yashar Ali uh, shared via social media was this story about uh, the MSNBC president, Phil Griffin, who once shared a revealing photograph of a woman in a staff meeting. And that woman was uh, Maria Menounos, who a lot of people know from Access Hollywood. Um, She's apparently wearing a bikini and she's suffering a wardrobe malfunction. I do not know of if what it's a top variety? Or wardrobe malfunction. I don't know where the malfunction is, um, but apparently, according to the book, uh, Phil Griffin, again president of MSNBC, would say to his colleagues in the room, "Would you look at that? Not bad." Uh, while passing around a picture of of Maria Menounos having a wardrobe malfunction, I just the reason I share that is because those little you're going to hear more and more of those little tidbits that will not necessarily be connected to the broader overarching theme but it goes back to what you talked about earlier bradley in the show about how nbc is reacting to uh ronan farrow's book catch and kill yeah i mean they, they it's a coordinated effort to you know question the credibility of his reporting to question the credibility of his character and when you don't have um when you can't attack the specifics you attack, you know, the person who who's making who the person or people who are making the allegations. And while they do, they do, <clears throat> excuse me, they do uh, attack some of the allegations that are made. That is, NBC News attacks some of the characterizations or allegations that are made in the book, but they do so in such a way um, as to just paint a different picture, but not to say that those things didn't happen. And you know. Really, I just feel like it's up to people to then to decide for themselves when they read the book. But mm-hmm. you don't need to you don't need to call Ronan Farrow's ideas conspiracy theories. Um, you don't need to take or call Ronan Farrow's uh, personality into a uh, or call it into question right. just because you disagree with the things that he's saying in his book. You say we wouldn't characterize things that way. We certainly didn't do X, Y, and Z. You don't mm-hmm. need to go get personal is what I'm saying. Well, and that's why it seems to be a pretty, ob- it's, it's, so obvious it's so obvious that they're just trying to discredit Ronan Farrow across the board so that you don't read his words and take any of them, you know, for truth. Can I, exactly. Can I also Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply just add to that one of the things that's been swirling around in my brain and we talked a little bit about this earlier is that this book um you know you have these men that are speaking out like the head of nbc and by the way some of their topic all of their top executives apparently are men that seems a little troubling in this day and age Mm -hmm. um and when they respond in a like ego driven way Mm -hmm. to make things personal and um in that sort of that just reveals a lot to me about the culture of of things at NBC. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see how they react as more and more people, you know, read this book. And also at the end of the day, I think the lesson that Ronan Farrow is giving us, if we uh, choose to learn from it, is that this is not about individuals. Right. This is about a system and the right. system, whether it's at NBC news or the system, whether it's at the Weinstein company or the system, whether it's at um, the today show, those systems have allowed these things to happen and perpet per, per, perpetuated. Yeah. Perpetuated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry. It's one twenty-four in the afternoon and I need more coffee. <laughs> um, they've perpetuated these things for years and allowed them to continue, whether it's through legal settlements, whether it's the way corporate policy was written. And hopefully the takeaway is like, maybe if we dismantle some of these systems or if we attach, attack the systems we won't get focused on you know it's not about the personalities it really is about the systems that have allowed women to be um uh to be assaulted victimized victimized yeah Yeah. and and one woman who was victimized actually at at another network is megan kelly you know she famously um kind of led the charge against roger ailes at fox news but uh she ended up at nbc And uh, she ended up getting fired from NBC for unrelated reasons. She's speaking out in favor of Ann Curry and Meredith Vieira and and their role in um, helping report the allegations against Matt Lauer. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, you know what? We got more. We got. We talk for days. We will. In fact, we got nothing but days. But when we come back, we got to talk about uh, some celebrities behaving badly. We have a name for them, and that name is D Bag. We're going to tell you where D Bags are after this on My Talk 1071. Some celebrities behaving badly to tell you about on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey. And uh, we got a name for those celebrities behaving badly. What's that name, Bradley? Dieberg. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. D-bag. A lord and a lady D-bag. Oh, wow, a twofer. Um, and, you know, listen, you can call me sensitive, you can call me all kinds of things, but I just okay. felt like this sensitive. in 2019 was maybe not the most appropriate move. Um, you'll recall that Ellen DeGeneres got herself into some hot water recently. Uh, well, let's just put it this way. She made it worse for herself, but yes. We don't water. need to talk about the hot water, but, the, you know, just Google it, okay? <laughs> so, um, Howard Stern Agnes. was on, <laughs> Google it, Agnes. Howard Stern was on the Ellen DeGeneres show um, recently uh, to talk about, you know, himself, etc. 
Uh, and he said to Ellen DeGeneres, people were giving you grief about this George Bush situation. But listen, you know, I'm always with you. I'm on your side. The problem is, uh, and this is a brilliant booking on your part, having me on the show, people have this picture in their mind of you and George Bush. But what you need to do, in my opinion, is take a picture with me making out with me. Okay. Yep. And he said, I'm just thinking once people see me with you, no one's going to be thinking about George Bush. Uh, Ellen DeGeneres then tried to change the subject, um, but he said to her, kiss me, Ellen. And uh, then they did. They kissed. Ew. Yep. And I just thought, you know, in 2019... Maybe making a woman kiss you is not the best. I don't know that I want to be that person. Yeah, well, it's, I mean, to a certain extent, it's Howard Stern. I know. But it's also just comes off as like shticky. It is totally shticky. And also, it's hard because, like, it's, she's clearly uncomfortable, but you know that this was planned ahead of time, that there was no, this is not like a, this wasn't. I feel like this was an idea. Her. Yeah, this was an idea that was hatched in a room of people who were like, oh, no, it'd be great if you kiss. If Howard cast Allen. <laughs> yeah, it'll go viral. Yeah. It'll go viral. And then they won't be talking about George Bush. Look over here. Yeah. Sometimes when a bit like that happens, I think, well, there must not have been anything else interesting to talk I about. Also, well, not only that, but here's what I have a problem with. I just, I, I would much rather watch. I have watched amazing interviews with Howard Stern. And in fact, I think uh, he does an interview with Colbert. Um, th- he did an interview on Fresh Air. Like he has done some really thoughtful, uh-huh. interesting interviews. Now it's the Ellen audience, right? And so for the Ellen audience, having that thoughtful of a discussion is probably not to be expected. But in its place, to then just be like, Kirschmer, yeah, throw some shtick in it. I, I just, have not ugh. seen it, but yeah. I will take your word that it was uncomfortable. Well, I just, I it made me feel uncomfortable because you know. It just, again, the shtick of it seemed to rise above any other purpose. And it just didn't, it was, it was lost on me. Not good. Yeah. Okay. And again, in 2019, I just don't know that that's the move anybody needs to be making. Right. Yeah. There you go. Also, it's just because it's, yeah, just awkward. Yeah. Okay. Who's your (sighs) D-bag? Not your mom. Oh, thank you. Yay. We love your mom. But you know who we don't love? Who? Hollywood Life by Bonnie Fuller. Oh, Oh, for sure. And specifically, it's not just, this is actually like kind of just throw a bunch of people in here. We'll get to it. But I want to start with Hollywood Life because, first of all, thanks for showing up to a party that we've already been to and really didn't appreciate and couldn't wait to leave. Right. And that's the party where Jessica Simpson loses 100 pounds. Yeah. Uh, after her baby, because this is a story that apparently nobody can get enough of. Body after baby. Yeah. So not only, Holly, thank you, is this body after baby madness, which nobody cares about body after baby. But in the case of uh, Jessica Simpson, we're talking about body after baby because she allegedly lost 100 pounds. Now, Previously, what was problematic about that conversation, Colleen? Well, so many things. Number one, wh- I don't know which one you want me to go for, I but I'll start. One. I'll start with the fact that that was allegedly a hundred pounds from the top of her pregnancy weight, which 
some of that you don't have to work you you work for trust me it but it's gonna come off, it's gonna come off regardless yeah secondly she accredited uh cauliflower yes also she, she had a personal chef and a personal chef so she then, didn't eat the personal chef yeah she had i don't know uh, i don't know what candy. celebrities do anyway um here's the headline from hollywood life by bonnie fuller Jessica Simpson's trainer shares the simple workout trick that helped her lose 100 pounds after baby. Okay, so I'm showing up because are you telling me there is a simple trick to lose 100 pounds? I'm in. Tell me more. Sign me up. So that's what Hollywood Life by Bonnie Fuller is offering, thanks to Olivia Jakeel and Russ Weekland. Uh, And they tell us therein. Uh, this story about Harley Pasternak. Oh, well, we've heard his name before. Yes, he is the celebrity trainer to the stars. And he was responsible for getting Jessica back into tippy top shape. Well, perfect. What is the easy thing that she did in order to lose 100 pounds? So then I read that, right? And mm-hmm. it goes, I have five daily habits to adhere to from my book, Five Pounds. Oh my gosh, that's oh. doable. Well, wait so a if minute. I- so if I adhere to the five daily habits, then I lose five pounds. Are there 100 daily habits that I need to know? Well, remember I offered you the simple, what was it? Simple workout trick. Uh-huh. But now I've got five daily habits I have to adhere so to. Confusing. So, okay, already more work. I'm not interested. But the first move, I think we've talked about some of these, but okay, I just thought so I would like, share them. Mm, is it like lunges or squats? No. Or, okay. The first move is to... Mo- or the first rather is to move and you'll re- you might remember this at least 12,000 steps a day. Yeah. Okay. She went above and beyond with her Fitbit. I think she just walked around in circles while she watched you know, her program. Honestly. I'm going to tell you something that you shouldn't <laughs> probably do, but cuz you did it. I'm not saying I did it, but if you're ever involved in like I don't know so, like a, a contest challenge. or something, if you just like rapidly move your arm, it counts steps. I'm dead serious. So so in addition to so she just did that twelve thousand steps a day. So all my clients get a Fitbit, and that's a daily goal. And it doesn't have to be in a gym, and it doesn't have to be with equipment. You don't have to be dressed for success. It's just walking with a friend. Blah blah. Okay, so. To lose 100 pounds, walk. Okay. Now, the other four components of his five daily habits are very simple, too. So, like, is, it, is eating cauliflower one of them? Well, I will say that eating healthy is on the list. Okay. Also, eating healthy, unplugging from technology, getting enough sleep. Uh, and he says... <laughs> I'm just I'm sorry. I just get stopped by the dumb. The idea there's 168 <laughs> hours in a week and if you're working out for 45 minutes every other day, you're still not working out 165 of those 168 hours. It's what you do during that time. That's probably the most impactful of making you lean. I mean, that was that a point? I don't understand. It's just telling you to not sit on your butt. Um as for food, oh uh oh, uh oh! Really excited to share this Uh-oh. with you. Again, this is Harvey pa- Harvey Harley 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 Pasternak. His Harley Weewax quick <laughs> Harley Weewax quick workout <laughs> trick, which is actually five daily habits, which is steps, unplugging from technology, and eating healthy. And of the eating healthy, he says, um, you got to stay away from hidden sugars in your diet. Sweet Kick is a little mint I designed for three oh, years. Oh my! 
my gosh. Where like after you have them, it's like a breath mint. And afterwards, you're unable to taste sugar from anywhere to one to two hours. So your temptations, we have pudding, sugar, and coffee. It'll be made to taste bad. Barbecue sauce, uh, ketchup, high sugar granola. When you're unable to taste them, you don't want to eat them. And if you do, you'll probably have a bite and spit it out because it doesn't taste right. So that's a tool that helped so Jessica's journey. Sell his Sweet Kick was a major help in the process. Trying to sell his oh, dumb mints. 14 day sugar reset with Sweet Kick. It can be yours with free shipping for $46. And $46 gets you 48 control mints. <laughs> okay. Okay. Can we talk? I mean, control mints. Yeah. Control mints. So, it doesn't sound sexy at all. Your secret is control mints that make sugar taste bad. No. You're If you lose that 100 pounds, good luck to you. Congratulations, Jessica Simpson. We're not trying to say people shouldn't, you know, do whatever they need to do to feel comfortable where they are and in the skin they're in. Fine. That 100 pounds is going to come back. I'm sorry, and we are going to talk about... Here's the stories that I'm going to tell you we're going to start talking about. Mm -hmm. It's going to be stories about people who are being mean to Jessica Simpson are like, look at her. She gained all that weight back, and then she will clap back, and we will talk about those stories on her. Mm -hmm. Because that's how this works. Because if you think that a sugar, or excuse me, a mint is Mm -hmm. going to help you long-term be a healthy person... I would like you to buy my bag of mints that I found in the bottom of my vehicle. Mm -hmm. Also, and I don't know how we heard this. Mm -hmm. Holly. Mm. Bradley, you were gone. We heard something Mm -hmm. from somewhere. About mints? No. Oh. No. That it does not sound as though Jessica Simpson employed these five healthy tips. She had... Allegedly bariatric surgery, mm-hmm. right? Allegedly. Yeah. Supposedly. Supposedly. Rumor has no, it. No, I was here for this yes. because I will just say the call came from inside the house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Figure that out. Yeah. Dot, dot, dot. We might have heard something inside the house. Directly. Right. Not from Jessica Simpson. An ex- a source mm-hmm. exclusively told. Yes. Not Hollywood life. Yep. By Bonnie Fuller, but the Jessica Colleen and Bradley Simpson show by Team Cobra. Procedure, mm-hmm. Allegedly. Yes. Supposedly. Supposedly. Exclusively. Rumor has it. So anyway, I'm not saying, now listen, and I want to just say, because I don't want to get this email, no truck with that. Like, no, of course you not. You do what you do. I know do. several people who have done that. Absolutely. You to do, great success. You do what's right for you. My issue is simply in the... Uh, uh, over the top cover up of whatever ha- such that we're getting these like articles about the five simple things that lead people down a path where they think all they need to do is eat this mint and get a Fitbit and it's just like it's not happening and by the way if you know when you talk about stigma what's frustrating about that is if you are a person who struggled with your weight and people are handing you this article you will show them your tallest finger because <laughs> 
this is BS. Oh, and hey, you should take these mints, honey. And the next part of the stigma is that it's it should be so easy for you to drop weight. Yeah, it but just, she lost 100 pounds. Come yeah, on. Yeah, sure. I, I, I heard about these mints. It, you don't even taste the sugar. I just get that Girl, fed bet. Here, I got news for you. Mm. I like potato chips. You got a pill for that? Mm. I like um, steak. Mm. You got a pill for that? Mm. I like beef jerky. You yes. got a pill for that? Yes. I like it mm. all. Yes. That ain't going to help with none of that. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, in case you didn't get enough D-bag there. Oh, wait. We have more. There's more. Uh, we're going to do a D-bag double down. Pew, pew, pew. After this. <laughs> on my talk 1071. The D-Bag Cup overflows on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, And today, today is one of those cases. And so we just decided we need to have a D-bag double down. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the day. My D-bag is full! (laughs) So we're going to do another one. And today's Double Down D-bag is Chloe Kardashian. I still don't know why she puts that accent on the E. Chloe. Because if it were Chloe, it wouldn't be that little accent. Does she only do that sometimes? I don't know. It's in People Magazine, so... I mean, they do it right. Anyway, she is sharing her feelings on Tristan Thompson. And so I need to learn more because, you know, I really need to know how she's dealing with this after her man cheated on her. I've been worried about her. Basically cheated on her from the beginning, but like she pretended not to know that. So Uh, how is she doing? You know, that's a good question. So I saw this article wherein it promised that Khloe Kardashian was going to tell me that she has forgiven Oh, Tristan Thompson, quote, this is what made me read more and want to bring it to you. Okay. I don't believe in being a victim. Okay. Have she, has she looked at her Instagram? Um, so when somebody says something like that, I don't want to be a victim. I say to myself, well, that's a heap of lies. Mm-hmm. Let's read more because surely I'm going to. Uh, titillate and delight myself and you in this particular case as I read back some of these quotes to her that she said on, by the way, a uh, podcast from uh, Jay Shetty. Jay Shetty's Who podcast. Who is that? Uh, he has a podcast on purpose, it's called, on purpose. Mm, okay. And Jay Shetty, thanks for asking, is an Indian-British internet personality, storyteller, and motivational speaker and has appeared on The Ellen DeGeneres Show and The Today Show. All right. Oh, imagine All right. that. Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. 
<laughs> so she explained. I just love Holly. <laughs> Sipping her tea. Chloe Kardashian explained on Monday's episode of the podcast that dating has not been a priority of hers since her split from Thompson. I mean, no bleep. Right. After news broke in February that he had cheated on her, although don't get us started. This goes way back. Right. She knew about it. Just this waited the, to do anything about it. We're dealing with the Kardashian uh, timeline. The keeping up with the Kardashian time space continuum. Yeah, right. exactly. She goes, she does this whole thing where she's like, I'm not jumping into dating. I don't care to date right now. I'm not in a rush. Blah, blah, blah. I don't buy that for a minute, but maybe they just are waiting to announce whatever she's working on, whoever she's working on or under next. Mm hmm. For the next season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. She goes, something I'm focused on is just making sure I process everything. I think especially in my family. On Instagram. Sorry. All complete sentences. Yeah, feel for free. Her. Uh, she <laughs> continued, I think especially in my family, we're good at moving on. We have very big forgiving hearts. We just move on. But we don't really talk about things that happen. Or at least that's what we show you on our TV show. Also, but we don't really talk about things that happen. That's all you do, honey. That's all you do. And listen, okay, so here's my actual belief about, I mean, she could have forgiven him and that's fine. Yeah. And that is between her and her own self and her higher whatever power. Forgiveness does not need to include the other person. It does not need to be signed off on by us. Yeah. She may have forgiven him. It's the rest of the BS around that yeah. that, that we're well, questioning. And it's also because you can hear that she's just speaking to the audience. She's like, oh, I'm on a podcast yeah. with a guy who's like a motivational speaker, so I have to use happy talk. I mm-hmm. can't act like I'm, you know, a skank whore. Or I'm not that I'm bitter she's a skank and angry. Whore, but a bitter skank whore yeah. or a biatch. Yeah. So, you know, like... She's not giving us anything real. She's no. just giving us this sort of like healthy doublespeak. Um, it's natural to almost be the vic- victim. You know, she's not a victim, but it's natural to want to be the victim, especially when you're on this platform and the whole world is like, I feel so bad for you. It's like, okay, thank you. But this has also happened, I'm sure, to like hundreds of people before. Okay. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying I'm not going to die. We're all fine. Okay. Can I quickly hit the pause button on this? Yeah. Because. My impression, and I don't think this was just coming from us, I don't think that there was like a pity feeling for Chloe. No, we Sorry, were all Chloe. yelling. We because, were yelling at her, leave this yes, man. He because is she was doing this out in the open, and I think it got to the point where we were like, okay, well, now you're choosing to be in this relationship. Yeah. And, and, at the same time, trying to, do, she was doing that whole victim thing while it was happening. Do you remember that? Yes. Like she was writing. She was those yelling cryptic, at us. Yes, from her cryptic Instagram tweets. I get frustrated with this. This is like gaslighting right here. It's like you it's didn't like, see. It, it is, is gaslighting. gaslighting. Like you, you, like she's going to tell us how it actually was when we were all there for the reality when yeah. it was happening. And we all saw kind of how that was playing out. What frustrates me about that, it's either gaslighting or like a total lack of awareness. And also, do you find what's missing in this whole conversation is her part in any of this? Well, yeah. So, um, and to me, that's a sign of growth. Like, if you really want to get real hippy dippy, uh, ooey wooey, emotionally positive speak, uh, I need to hear some like, I was had a part in this, and mm-hmm. this is what I learned as a result of the last year or so, and this is what I'm hoping that I can carry forward. Right. However, she doesn't do that. She does go on 
well, I mean, I could just bore you with details, but I will say um, she talks about her daughter and she talks about how... Did she talk about how she photoshops her eyes? Because <laughs> that was why she was a D-bag yesterday. She's like, I want to show my daughter it's okay and it's a beautiful thing to forgive her dad. He's a great person. Maybe him and I weren't compatible, but that's okay. Nobody's going to die here. Okay, why does she keep on going back to that? Like, that's the only... That is the worst possible case scenario. And here's the other thing. Her daughter's relationship with her daughter will be her daughter's okay. own. And at some point, if she, if slash when she finds out the nature of their relationship and how that began, uh, her parents' relationship, that is, she will have her own journey to go on. Yeah. And that is fine. Mm-hmm. And if she needs to be angry with her father, that That's is okay. fine. Well, and she even says he never hurt. True. Him and I have our relationship and Tristan and True have theirs. Like, you don't know that. Right. And that's for her to figure out. Yeah. That's not for you to figure out, right. no matter how hippy-dippy, sugar-coaty you want to get. And you're, and she's 18 months old. Yeah. I mean, she's got a whole big, long life. I mean, she also to does have to deal with the fact that her mother is changing her face right. on her Instagram photos. Yeah. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, wow, that felt good, right? Exercise that. Uh, Hey, um, we got to talk about Halloween safety. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.